Hello, beautiful, and welcome back to another episode of Beautiful I Am Color. This week, we're talking about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart, the title, Sacred Things. I look forward to getting into the conversation in just a minute. Be right back. Hello again, beautiful. So as you know, um, or you may not know if you're new, especially to YouTube, since you're so new on that platform, I like to start each week um, with a segment I call shout outs and thank yous. And that's just a moment where I show gratitude for person, place, thing, or idea to something that has impacted my week. And this week, I'm so, so very thankful for grace, mercy and wisdom let me tell you why because we had somewhat of a family emergency pop up this week i'm not going to get into details because it involves one of the kids and as you'll see when i talk about the things which are sacred to me family being one of those things there are certain things that i'm very guarded on um and intentionally so so for that reason i'm not going to get into any details but what i will say is that i was able to this week have peace of mind and going through, I was able to use my logic and my intuition in order to see a path to the end. And, you know, sometimes things are just out of your control, especially when you have young adults um, and you're parenting and navigating that relationship. Some things are out of your control, but nonetheless, you still have that parental uh, protective instinct, especially um, sometimes as a mother. And I say sometimes because we know from headlines that not all the time are those things present. But for most people, and I say I would say specifically for most mothers, um, it is. And so I'm just so thankful. Um, and I think and I attribute that to a host of things, um, sobriety being one of those. Um, but at the end of the day, I just, yeah, thankful for grace and mercy and wisdom. And if you have a background in really any religion, almost any um, religion, um, I think they all talk about grace and mercy um, as well as wisdom. And so, um, and I also think that you don't have to be religious to understand why I'm so, um, so grateful, so grateful to, to have that been implemented. Additionally, I'm also grateful that God has blessed me with an amazing gift of multitasking. Um, it is not something that everyone does well. And to be honest with you, I have navigated away from that being a gift and sometimes also feeling like at times that it was a curse <laughs> um, because sometimes people will take advantage if you are very good at multitasking and they find out. But I'm at a season in my life where I'm so grateful because in just taking ownership that I am great at multitasking, it has allowed, or I should say, opened the door for additional opportunities you know, multiple streams of income for me because because I can wear a few different hats in a few different specialized areas. So I'm thankful for um, multitasking this week. What sacred things? Um, it's again to reiterate one of those things that I hold very dear um, to my heart, um, and I hope that the examples that I share with you will translate and resonate with you as we go into another week, another week of facing whatever we need to face. Um, so I'm gonna take a quick break here and then be right back uh, with 
today's topic of sacred things. But actually, before I do, one of the things that dropped into my mind this week and in my heart to share with you is I wondered how many of you maybe wonder why I say, remember the future you is waiting on you at the end of every um, podcast. And I wanted to clarify, um, just in case my lingo is new to the new listeners or the new watchers. The reason why I say that is because you can only change you. And that comes with few exceptions, right? Like few exceptions, for example, like little children who are dependents and they rely on an adult to, to take care of them and help them meet their needs, you know? But with very few exceptions, you have everything that you need in you to make things happen. So when I say, remember the future you is waiting on you, that is to cause into question, what am I doing right now that is impacting where I want to go, who I want to become? That's not to say that we're not content where we are with today and with the present, because ultimately, that's the most important thing. But simultaneously, or I should say running parallel to that, is if we are in a season, and I trust that if you've come across my podcast and are a loyal listener or become a new watcher here on YouTube, that you see that this is definitely more of a personal development type of channel. Meaning, I will give very little room and excuses for outside forces to determine you know, where I should be going, where I where I'm headed. All of that responsibility and accountability starts with me. I've said this before on previous podcasts, but the truth is you can't even control your own kids when they get to a certain age. Believe me, I've already been through the teen years with four of them, two girls and two boys. And so what I learned and what I was humbled in in that season very quickly was that the only attitude I can control is my own the only response I can create uh, control um, is my own. And I definitely can also control a lot. And so why not put the emphasis and the effort in focusing on what you can change, which is you. Which my good friend, Dominica, you'll remember her from a previous podcast, gave me this um, as a gift. And I turned around today and I was like, oh my God, that's pretty much it. Let's see, can you see that? Oh, it's gonna not focus. No worries, you know I like to read it loud, so I'll read it. It says, all appears to change when we change. I would say, when I change. And that um, this quote is by Henry Frederick Emil, Emil? No, it's Emil, A-M-I-E-L. Anyway, like, right, right on the money. Like, listen, you're only responsible for you. That's the only person you can change. You might have children, but you get what I'm saying. Um, okay, I wanted to share that early on in this week's video. Now, let's cascade right into today's topic about sacred things. So, a uh, few things I want to share with you, a few things that I hold sacred. Because as you all know, those of you who have listened to me, you know that my rule of thumb is to always use myself um, as an example so that I do not offend anyone or step on any toes. Um, of the topics and things that I discussed that might also apply to you. So as a means to buffer that, I like to use myself. So I will be sharing with you three things that I hold sacred 
and following with the rationale, the explanation as to why. First thing, my fitness. So if you've been listening to me for a while now, you know that I've kind of been on this journey to lose the 25-ish uh, pounds that I gained during um, the COVID. And um, <laughs> the reason why this is sacred to me is because one, just getting on the scale and just sharing every week definitely provides a level of accountability if I were to share it with other people. But also I do know and understand the benefits of working quietly um, or behind closed doors, you know, and not telling everybody everything about what I'm doing. Um, and the reason for that is simple. Um, I believe in the power of words. And, and if you are working so diligently to reframe, rethink about how you think about yourself and fitness or weight loss is one of those areas that is still a sensitive topic for me, um, then I'm very, very, um, how can I say this? I use the word guarded before, but it wouldn't be, that wouldn't be accurate to share with you about this part. I am reserved about who I share that information with, when, why, et cetera. Um, that's not to say that, that I completely keep it to myself because that wouldn't be true. But I do think that when you're working hard, sometimes you can tell people's things. You know what? Let me just give an example. That might translate better. So let's say you're talking to one of your not so close friends, but you're talking to them and you tell them about, you know, your weight loss goals, what you're considering doing, um, how many calories you're going to be consuming, how many workouts. So like for me, my workouts that and commitment I made to myself was six days a week, minimum 10,000 steps a day. Anything in addition to that is over and above, right? And a lot of times I do go over, but let's just imagine I told a, per a friend of mine that information, girl, why you want to do that? I mean, it do seem like a lot though. Don't you think that that's excessive? 10,000 steps a day, damn, you know? And then that gets filed away in your brain and you walk away from the conversation. And maybe for you, that wouldn't, you know, set on you um, in a way that will bother you or cause you to um, amend your plan. But for some people, that little that little statement could derail the very plan that I, that you put in place. And so for me, um, nah, I don't share with a lot of people exactly what I'm doing as it pertains to fitness. You just do that quietly. Do that quietly. And don't worry about the rest. Just be consistent and be disciplined and do that quietly. Because some people, and I hate to acknowledge this, but it's just the truth. Some people are not necessarily for you. That's just period. Some people are not going to be for you. Some people are not going to like this video. And that's okay. Some people are. That's also okay. But you have to be clear and consistent and disciplined with what you feel like the plan is or what your discipline um, is in their respective area. Okay, next. And this is a big one, I think, probably for all your listeners. It's going to be family. And when I say family, that means family in general, but more specifically, I'm talking about my immediate family. So myself, Marlon, and our four uh, young adults. And the reason why this is sacred to me, and I think it does go without saying, is because there are so many things. Like at the beginning of this video, for example, I mentioned to you that we had a family 
emergency, you know, that arose this week. Um, and I chose not to share those details because some things are just better left to keep to your bosom, you know, to keep to keep in prayer, to keep on meditation, to only disclose to certain trusted sources because you never know what that damage could look like. So let's just say I'm out here in the social media streets or the social media, whatever you call this virtual realm we're in, right? I'm out here. I'm pouring my heart out, telling all my stuff, including other people's stuff. And that may mean some of my family stuff without their knowledge, without them even knowing. And I think that that, for me, <laughs> is careless. And it's operating with a level of um, a level of, of secrecy that is not necessarily good for other people that may be impacted. And so, and then also family needs to understand that you, that they can trust you with the information. You know, there were some things that were disclosed to us this week that Marlon and I weren't necessarily prepared and ready for, but nonetheless, you know, we have to take it on and listen as parents and then, you know, follow suit with the proper action that needs to be applied at that time. And sometimes you, as a parent, you don't know what to do. And when you don't know what to do, the thing you definitely don't need to do when you're confused is to speak on it to an audience, whether this is an audience of one, two, three, a thousand, whatever. You get what I'm saying? And so as a result, I have just learned and also from growing up and having trust issues or trust being broken with several key family members. Um, and I talk about that more in my book, um, as some of you know. But at the end of the day, like, nah, no, family should be sacred. There should be a time and place and space where things are kept to yourself. That doesn't mean that you're hypocritical. That doesn't mean that, you know, I'm still not transparent or that, you know, I don't desire transparency in others. But I do think that some things just should be reserved. And I think there's a lot of wisdom um, in that, which leads me to another point. Um, and I'm going to tie in some some scripture because y'all know my background is Christianity, even though I kind of non-religious at this time in my life. However, I have a strong, deep background in Christianity. And so I was thinking about or trying to think about that one scripture that talks about what you do in secret, blah, 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 reward you openly, et cetera, et cetera, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Well, the scripture I'm referencing because I had to Google it is and I'm looking at on my notes, Matthew 6, the first few verses in Matthew 6, but it talks about. Um, doing things in secret and being rewarded openly. And it's unfortunate that I feel like we as a society, global society at that, because of the advances in virtual, um, the virtual realm, what we have done is we have lost the ability um, to hold things to ourselves. And we have lost the ability, um, and it feels we're losing the ability to hold things sacred. Um, to hold them in a high, high regard, you know, a reverence. And family is one of those things that I think that as, and this is my humble opinion, I think that as a community, we definitely can work on. Um, I'm just seeing far too many things that are just thrown out without any type of thought out process before it's done. And so for me, when it comes to family, I'm never going to be raggedy, especially I'm, I should never say never because I try my best not to be raggedy in terms of putting 
my family business out there without taking care of necessary steps that need to be taken care of for doing so. So family is that number two. And then finally, and then finally, number three. Number three, and it probably should have been listed first if I was prioritizing, but it's my prayer time and my meditation time. Sometimes for me, my meditation and prayer time, actually I, it's folded into like my fitness time because um, usually doing my workouts, I listen to inspirational or um, gospel music, which is a genre that you barely can find anymore, honestly. Like, it's not even classified, I don't think, in a lot of the, like, platforms. But that's neither here nor there. The bottom line is um, my prayer and meditation gets me through every day. I was going to say so many things, but that's a lot. It gets me through everything, everything. Taking time to shut off and shut out everything so that I can hear and have a proper channel um, to higher order things that are not necessarily in the realm of the physical, meaning I can't touch it. I can't see it with my natural eyes. I can't feel it with my hands, but I can feel it here. You know what I'm saying? And so for some of you, because I know not all of my listeners or watchers have a Christian background, it's simply like going within, going within. And I do that when I tell you on a regular routine basis, and I thank Christianity for grounding me and, and letting me know that that should be a priority in my life or teaching me that that should be a priority in my life. But I'm just telling you guys, if I can encourage you with one thing, like have some type of, of routine that you don't have to disclose it to everyone else. I'm closing it to you to provide a sense of hope and healing. So to share some insights that work for me. But I encourage you to follow through with your own way of tapping in and listening, listening in here inside. There are so many things, so many gems, so many jewels that are already inside of us as human beings that need to be unlocked. But those things cannot be unlocked if you don't take the necessary time and space to quiet yourself down and go within. And by go within, I just mean it doesn't have to be overly spiritual or radicalized. It's just simply sitting with yourself. Sometimes for people, it's going in nature and stuff like a hike or whatever, even though some people say black people don't hike, which is a lie. But whatever, whatever works for you is my point. And so in closing um, this week, here's what I would like to leave with you and for us all to consider as we go into another week and as things kind of pick up steam with the midterms is from a political standpoint, the economy, the rumors of, you know, recession slash depression, et cetera. Well, not rumors of recession. We actually in one of those, but that's a whole nother story. And this is not the channel for that. The bottom line is this. The one thing I want to leave with you today is hold something near and dear. Hold something private. If that's a friendship relationship and you just want to hold that sacred, meaning whatever you share with that person, you keep it between the two of you. You know, there's something so beautiful about sharing information or sharing your heart and knowing that it's protected and that you know that folk can keep their mouth closed. There's something so personal and loving about that. The other thing is, meditation and prayer 
Put inside time for yourself. It is critical. I can tell you, if I had not already done the things that, that were downloaded in, into me to do for myself, this week would have been far more of a challenge than probably I would have been prepared for. But because I had been doing my workouts, but because I had stayed committed um, to sobriety and not drinking any alcohol for over a month now, can you believe it? Oh, y'all, can, I cannot wait to share the video when I show all these pictures of the different kinds of drinks I was having. But anyhow, and that's not to poke at anyone who is um, going through sobriety. It's just saying that that's my experience and I'll share it with you when I can. Um Yes, I think that is that is all that is within me to give this week. Um, I hope that even if you took one little tiny thing away from this video, hopefully it's enough to show you that there is hope and that there is healing, you know, garner, harbor those sacred things, those sacred relationships, especially to yourself first, but your family and friends, because there's always somebody watching. Anyhow, as always, um, it has been a privilege to be before you. I do not take you um, listening or watching to me lightly. I do not. I consider it an honor. Um, you can find me um, in digital spaces and places like Instagram and on Facebook, um, where I'm starting to engage a little bit more. If you're interested in finding out uh, more about me, applicable links will be in the description boxes um, on the respective platforms. In the meantime, Remember, the future you is waiting on you. Until next time, beautiful. Have a great week, everyone.